Yo, yo. Good to go? Yeah, can you hear me? Yes, sir. You don't got no headphones on? Hold on. Marlene, let me get the headphones. How you doing tonight, cuz? I'm good, brother. Appreciate you coming on, man. No doubt, no doubt. You still in the city with it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm actually, I'm actually in the Bronx. I'm in, B- in the BX. I was in Harlem for a minute. No doubt. That's what's up. These are the wrong headphones. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can hear me. Ah, she got an arm on her. Both sets that I missed both times. Plug this shit in here. All right, let's see. Who or what do you write and why? Uh, all right, bio, Tats Crew. Um, why? I mean, it's just a name I chose many years ago in the, in the 80s, you know? I was just messing around trying different names, and then uh, I tried V-I-O-D, you know, B-I-C, and I had a friend of mine who had a really nice hand style, and he took a tag of B-I-O. He, he said, why don't you try these letters? And I was like, and then when he took the tag, I was like, bet, I like the way those letters work together, so I, I just started sticking to it. How did you fall in love with graffiti? Oh man, for me, you know. I remember that my first real awareness was when I was coming off of a train and the doors closed and there was this like top to bottom character on the outside of the train. And I was like, oh shit. I said, what is this? I said, I need to find out what this is. So I, gr- I grew up in our Bronx River Projects. So I went back to the projects and I just started asking people. I was like, yo, I saw some shit on the train. And people were like, yeah, man, that's graffiti. I was like, graffiti? I was like, they were like, yeah, you got to get a name. You got to get up. And I was like, oh, shit, I got to get a name. I got to get up. And then from that point is when, you know, that shit was just clear to me. Like, I would see it all over. I, you know, I started seeing names in the neighborhood, names, you know, in the train stations. And I just started, you know, from there doing my homework and trying to find out what was what. Do you consider yourself first or second generation? No, I'm definitely not first. I mean, the first, these guys was in the 70s and shit. I'm probably like maybe even third because you had you know the pioneers then you had the guys from like the mid 70s to like the 80s i started in the 80s so by that time it was already like a next generation coming i mean for me coming up you know at the time there was a lot of people rocking on the subway so you had you know you had scene who was definitely an influence just because of his you know simple letters and bright colors but then you had guys like dondi you had zephyr you had uh, Crash Days, you know, the Rockstar Crew, Kel, you know, Cos 207, all these guys who were doing style pieces. And then you had um, TNT, TMT, like you had so many different crews. There was like so much at the time to look at that you could just 
take bits and pieces from it. So that's what I basically did. I took bits and pieces from all of that, you know, the simplicity of this, the colors of that, the styles of this, and just over time, just formulating my own style. How do you civilian friends react to you writing graffiti, cuz? How do my how do they react to it? I mean, right. this is what I've done for the past 40 years. At this point, this, you know, everybody that knows me knows that this is what I do. You know, I mean, when I first started, obviously it was just it was a different time. And I remember when I was younger, when I first started writing, I used to go steal paint and hide the shit under my bed. But uh after a while I had too much paint. I remember one time my mom going, yo, where you got all this shit from? And I was like, I need it to paint. I'm painting. She was like, paint what? I was like, to do graffiti. I had to let her know at that point, you know, I was like, can't hide this shit no more. You a Rusto, Krylon, baby, or fancy paint? Nah, Krylon. We started with the Krylon, fucking with Krylon early, you know? I mean, never really, Rustos, I ain't really, for me, they're a little too sticky. I mean, they cover good. I, the only time I really liked the Rustos was to like street bomb and shit, you know, like the barbecue blacks and all that shit. Those that stay stay out there is tough. But for piecing and for like trains, it was mostly Krylon back then. What about now? You got a favorite company? Now, nah, I mean, not really. I use whatever, but I like Montana black, the gold. Uh, I've done use the iron line, whatever paint is available. I rock with, you know. I like. Uh, for a minute, I was liking the the white cap, those McLean caps with the gray dots, but I'm sure they're not riding good now. So it's like these light green caps and then like these yellow, banana, I guess they call banana caps. I mean, like don't just, even that just changes constantly. So for me, it's just I just adapt to whatever's there. You prefer solo or crew missions? I mean, I don't mind. I've done both, you know. I've done solo. I've done crew missions. For me, it's just when the moment's there, it's there, you know, I've done street bombing solo, I've done it with with a partner, and same thing for the trains, you know, I've, done, I've gone piecing, doing insides with a crew, I've gone dolo, it's just, when you do it, you do it, it's not about, you know, it don't, it don't make a difference to me, I mean, it's fun when you're with people, because, you know, you can race, you can fucking get into it. What's your twist, burners or fillings? I like both. I like street bombing. Sometimes I like the street bombing more than the burners. And then sometimes I just fuck it. I just want to paint, rock out with burners and shit. You know what I mean? It's like, for me, I like all aspects of, of graph. Like, like some people like just stick to like doing walls. And so I, I like the whole shit when we was doing highways, rooftops, street bombing. Like it's for me, that shit is all fun. You know, you ever took a hiatus, a little break from the game? I mean, I have here and there. I mean, hiatus for me is like slow down and maybe do like a little less, but I've never like really taken a break, like a full on, like I ain't rock for a year or whatever. I've constantly for the past 40 somewhat, whatever years, just been, you know, consistent with it. You know, I may slow down a bit, but I don't stop. You want to flex your storytelling abilities, cuz? I mean, I got... All kinds of stories that ended up, you know what I mean? You got time, hit me. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know where to begin. I've been doing this a long time, you know? Realistically, I mean, it goes from trains to fucking highways to traveling around the world doing this as, you know, as a profession. Hit me with a little bit of everything, cuz. Hit me uh, with a train story. Let's kick it off. Let me see. Let me think. Uh I remember, I remember one time we was in the ghost yard 
and uh, we got chased. And we had ran through the fucking yard back and forth around and around. And I was going under a train and my knee touched the third rail. But I don't know. I don't know um, if the power was off or whatever. But I just felt like my whole fucking like a a shake, right? <laughs> but but I didn't get but I didn't get stuck to it. So I ran, and then when I ran, I had to take off my sneakers because it felt like my fucking fingernails popped off popped off my feet or some shit. So I took off my sneakers. I was like, "What the fuck?" But uh, all my shit was there, and I was like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> like that's what you know, even crazy shit, you know, dumb shit, shit that. <sighs> You'd look back, you'd be like, damn, I could have fucking died that day. Tell me about the first time you made big money using a spray can. I mean, it's always, I mean, doing jobs, it just comes through, you know, you're making money. It's just, you say to yourself, damn, like, you never, you never, first of all, you know, when I started, you never imagined that, you know, that you're going to pay and you're going to be making money. So you get into it, you're doing it. And then when you start making the money, it's like, Shit is crazy, you know. We this is what we love to do. We get paid to do it. I mean, life is good at that point, but Tell it's me. not. That's not always the case, you know. When you, you like in everything in life, it has ups and downs. Real talk. But tell me about the first time y'all traveled to paint. I mean, the, the earliest trips was probably like maybe like eighty four, eighty five. I went wow. out to uh, to England, to London, wow. and at the time. There was a, a documentary that had came out on hip hop over there. It was called, I think, Hip Hop History or some shit. And then uh, Brim was actually part of that documentary. But then they did like a spinoff on Graph and they called it Bombing. So Brim was kind of like the star of that, the bombing documentary. So he was out there. So I went out there and met up with him. Can I pause you real and, quick? Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Pre-internet, how the fuck did you guys get in touch with guys in the UK? I mean, that's how we met. We went out there. We went. We actually went out there. We were out no there. No contacts. You just went out there. We went out there because we was doing, like I said, part of this documentary. But uh, yeah, I'm saying, how did you get into involved with that documentary? Oh, because through uh, Zulu Nation, through Africa Bambada, because I grew up in Bronx River Projects. Okay. So the, the the first part of the documentary was based on hip hop. So Bam was a big part of that. We connected with the producers and the makers of the of the documentary, and then. That's how we wound up doing the next documentary, connected with them, and then wound up going out to England and shit. But then we, out there, we connected, you know, with people that we've been friends with for over like 30s, 40, you know, somewhat years. Our friend Goldie, who, you know, does music. He, uh, back then, he was a, a graph artist, but then he went in and started doing like drum and bass music and blew up on that. Then there's another guy uh, used to write 3D. He blew up on music too. He was part of this group called Massive Attack. You know, so these guys we met early on back then just through Graph. And then there's other artists that we met back then, Mo too, that you know, guys have been rocking for a long time. How'd your family react when y'all hit them with the yo, we going to UK to go paint graffiti? I mean, we, we young, like, you gotta think we're young. We maybe like what 16, 15. They're like bugging out, like, okay, be careful, whatever, you know. How you gonna how you gonna tell somebody you can't go? You're traveling, like you going. You know, how, like you know, we was young, we out there, we wilding out, we in England, we, we doing what we do. How different was the scene? Like, was I mean, it smashed they, or was they, it like open the, season? I mean, it was open season when we first got, like, when we first got there, like in '85. I remember 
we just walked into a train yard. Like literally there was no fence. There was no fucking, we like, we, uh, nobody was writing on trains. Like, so we took this photographer guy that was part of the documentary crew. He was like, yo, where the trains at? He was like, the what? He was like, where the, where the trains? Like a yard or something. He took us. We went to this hill, walked down the hill, no fence, walked right in. And we just <laughs> inside the yard and then looking around and we like, we don't see like a third rail. All we see is like a bunch of tracks. So he was like, the shit on top, like, right? No, we didn't see none on top. So I think one of those ones on the floor was a pile. So he was like, fuck it, don't touch nothing. <laughs> Just don't touch nothing to make sure one of them shits got power. Don't touch none of that. What kind of spray so paint we, they had over there? Uh, they had this spray paint called Buntlack. <laughs> Buntlack? Buntlack. Yeah, but the shit was good paint. Actually, the shit was like the paint that's being Butter. used today. It's called Marabou Buntlack. And that shit was like, they had fly colors. The paint was solid. She was like a hundred times better than what, anything that we had. So we was like, damn. Was y'all racking or buying? No, we, we didn't have to buy shit. We got, remember when we got out there, we was doing um this documentary. And then we we had went back for another time for a, a exhibition. So everything was provided for us once we got there. Nice. All the paint was set. We were set. You know what I mean? That's dope. So we didn't have to go out there and rag. We didn't have to do nothing. Like we had spots to hit, you know, stuff to do, whatever. And we're just, you know, doing it up. Let's bring it back to right now. Are there any styles in the game you want to experiment with that you haven't gotten to yet? Uh, Not really, man. I've tried it all. I've tried all the 3D shit. I've tried, you know, Block letters, simple styles, wild styles. I've tried to flit out tag shit. I've done, you know, at no this doubt. point I've given it all a shot. But Let's I try to keep it, I try to keep it classic, you know. Let's talk about the flow. You freestyle, you take sketches to the wall, to the train. Same thing. Both I can do both. Sometimes like some of the better walls have been walls that, that don't have sketches. And then, you know, sometimes I'll be like, even for a simple piece, I'll have a little simple outline on a piece of paper. So it's all, it all depends how I feel where I'm at, you know? I've been in spots where I'm like, fuck it. And they'll be like, yo, there's a spot right there. I'll just rock out. Excuse me. You sketch left to right or don't matter? Yeah, left to right. Yeah, left to right. I mean, I've tried like starting in the middle and working out. I just prefer just going left to right. You know, I've done backwards pieces. I've done... Listen, man, I've been at this a long time, so not too much. I haven't really tried. When it comes to painting, do you outline first or you outline last? I used to outline uh, last, but once we started using like this newer paint, it became a little weird. Like we would just like outline, like fill in outline, but then like kind of like Filling again and then re-outline. Shit became like a, a different way of painting because before we used to just, just sketch, fill in, and just outline, boom, done. You know, one shot, no cutting back, no cleaning up, nothing. But then but then with the new paint, we started like uh, sketching, filling in, outlining, and then coming back and cleaning up and sharpening up like little line. I don't know. It became a different way of painting. You got any tips, tricks to the listeners when it comes to painting? I mean, there ain't no real tricks. It's just, you know, cutting back, I guess is what it's called, cutting back, cleaning it up. A lot of people, you know, they try to rush through it. And there's a lot of people out here that can paint that I see them, but they rush through it and be like, yo, take a minute, fall back, look at it, 
all that crooked shit, all that wavy shit you got, you could just take one second and just come back with the color and cut and straight in and out. But I don't think they have, I mean, I don't, they don't see it. Have you incorporated the name yet? Trademark and imagery? My heart, the the heart I use, I mean, my name, not really. The, the, my name's really uh, bio. How you gonna trademark bio? That shit is everything. Biodegradable. Will you teach your kids the Jedi ways? I mean, we used to do, we we did for a while. I mean, we had, um, we used to do uh, like workshop, mural workshops for about four or five years. We did at the point where we, in Hunts Point. So yeah, I don't have no problem, you know. It's the only way to keep it alive, you know what I mean? Talking about keeping it alive, I want to have this discussion respectfully, of course. You're an OG when it comes to New York style. Where is the new New York style? Like, where's the new FX? Who's the new Tats crew in New York keeping the, the burning style going? Who's carrying the torch? I'm, I'm, I mean, they got younger dudes, but I don't know if they're really from New York. You know what I mean? They're like guys that come from other cities and move to New York. And what do you think the disconnect is, bro? I don't know what happened. Like, I I, I think once the, the subways stopped, there became like this gap. I don't know where... The shit didn't follow through, you know what I mean? Even though it moved on to walls, and you still got a lot of young cats, but I don't know. I don't know what happened, honestly. I mean, the bombing, obviously, you still got a lot of young cats out there bombing and doing their thing. So. Yeah, the bombing is thriving. I'm talking about the pieces, yeah, the burners, the, yeah, the, the crew pieces, productions. Honestly, there's not too many cats, young cats that I could think of that's out there rocking like that. I think they're more... more on the bombing, which if is I, fine by me. I, mean, I keep track of that too. Like I always watch. I'm always driving around and checking shit out. Yeah, the bombing is forever gonna be there, but it's just crazy how like New York was the mecca of style, quote unquote, and it's just vanished. Like, yeah, kind of. That's what I'm saying. I don't know what happened. I, I can't explain that. Like I really don't know where the fucking gap happened. Have you ever left, or you always been present in New York? No, no, I've been in New York all my life. I've been, in, I mean, obviously I've traveled and gone around the world and seen other places, but I've always home base been New York. I remember fucking seeing the big ass, big pump wall, the fat Joe wall y'all did. Yeah, the one on the on Rogers place. That shit was crazy. Yeah, we've done that. We've done that joint maybe like since Pun died. I mean, we actually had did the wall before. We had that wall before Pun died. Cause we had some pieces on there and we had did like in uh. 94 and shit and then when pun died we went over that wall because he had he had um taken some pictures we used to have this character with like a bulletproof vest and two guns and a, a bandana like a puerto rican bandana mm-hmm. and then when pun first came out as a as an artist he took pictures in front of that wall nice. like those publicity photos that that hip-hop artists use so he took his photos there so then when he he died we were like fuck it we should he always liked this wall let's rock his uh memorial wall on on that joint so that's where we actually went over that wall with pun's memorial wall i think that was in 2000 when pun passed yeah i remember seeing that shit in the, in the whip as a little kid that shit was crazy bro big as hell so we've changed that since that i don't know maybe about eight or nine times since the fat joe cover the cd cover i remember seeing the one that on one. the cross bronx yeah on the cross bronx we used to do a, a house on the side of the cross bronx we did a few joint. Actually, we did a few joint of Joe's albums. We did a few different artists on there. Nelly, 
Yo, if at all, how has the current state of the coronavirus pandemic affected you, your loved ones, and the graph? I mean, think about you home, you stuck. I mean, that lockdown shit was crazy. Like, not being able to come out for three, four months. Oof. I got, I actually was out in Florida for the four months and I was like, fuck. You know, I was, I was just home thinking, painting, doing little canvases, whatever, and just like, the fuck? What are we gonna do? Like, this is where, you know, then when I got back to New York, though, everything was good because the first thing we did was, um, so Black Lives <laughs> yeah, no, the crazy shit was seeing Phil and Thorpe's on stores. I'm like, these motherfuckers is out of control. Like, I'm like, wow. I was taking pictures and shit. Yeah, man. I was like, I ain't never seen no shit like this. <laughs> but I've been watching this one cat. This motherfucker like a Spider-Man or some, some kid named Spray. This motherfucker be climbing on shit. Mm-hmm. And I see him all over the city. I'm like, I don't know who he is, but I'm just like, I'll give him his props. Dope. Shots of spray. Talk about spraying. Doug, you prefer painting sober? What's your twist? I mean, I'm older now. You know what I mean? I'm fucking, when I was younger, it was like drinking, smoking, getting high, whatever. I'm a fuck around now. Pass out and shit. <laughs> <laughs> At the wall train, do you use tape, stencils, projectors, nah. any hardware? No, nah, not on trains, never. Um, on, on walls, we never really owned a projector, so we never used projectors, but we've used tape. I mean, at this point for murals and stuff like that, yeah, we definitely have used tape. But okay. never on trains or never like on illegal shit. Ever encounter someone with the same name? Years ago in uh in France, I was on a, in a car on a highway and I, I see a fucking bio simple style. I'm like, what the fuck? But uh, that's about it. And then um, I haven't really seen too many. I mean, I remember people come and go. They come up for a year or two and then they disappear. You work with any other mediums? Airbrushes, tattoos? Nah, I used to back in the days, I fucked around with the airbrush for a little bit. I mean, all I use now is maybe like acrylic paint, like paint or like those uh, Molotov markers and shit. Any online paranoia? Oh, nah, nah, I don't worry about that. I mean, at this point, these motherfuckers don't know what we look like, every way to find us. You know what I mean? We've had our offices raided. Oh, shit, for real? Talk about it. Nah, this happened. This this maybe going back now, like 12, 15, 12, 14 years ago. Why they raid you? They said that uh, we was, uh, like, um, people were coming from out of town and they was going out and hitting trains and doing like illegal spots. Uh-huh. So they were saying that they were coming to our office and that we was giving them information. Oh. And I'm like, so that's how they was able to get a warrant because they caught some dudes that had been in our office earlier that day and they, they got caught with um Guilty by association? Card. Wow. Bus- business card. <laughs> so that's how they was able to get the warrant. Are because you the kids that kidding got, me? The kids that got busted got had the business cards on them. So then whatever, the van, the squad came one day. We come, the motherfuckers out there with windbreakers and all types of shit going, going through our shit. Wow. And they, they was like, uh, I'm like, what the fuck? They were like, oh, it's your problem because these, these people come. I'm like, dog, you're going to tell me if somebody come here and walk out here and kill somebody, that's my problem? That's not my problem. What they that's do when they insanity, leave bro. I was like, so at the time we had a lawyer, so she was on it, you know. They, they took a whole bunch of our shit 
that they confiscated that, that we never got back. And then they were going, what they were doing was going to uh, all the property owners where we were painting yeah, to make, to see if we had permission. And the reason we found out is because the property owners was contacting us because we, at the time we was hitting them off. Word. And they was like, yo, the cops came and asked him your permission. And I was like, what are you talking about? I told him, get the fuck out of here. But that, uh, they had so that so once that whole shit went down, they told the lawyer that we had been on the investigation for like a year and a half, whatever. And then uh she had to file a lawsuit so they could stop fucking with us. So they finally left alone because we'd be painting and they'd be down the block taking pictures. Be like, fuck these. I mean, at this point, if you don't want nobody to know it out, don't put it out there, you know what I mean? If you, if you got something to hide, don't, don't put your face out there. Don't put your business out there. Because uh, as much as you may think you know about technology, you know, we just learning about technology. That shit been around forever. So you know how long they've been working on it. Do you, what are your unwritten rules of graffiti that you follow? I mean, basically, I, I keep it basic, simple, you know. A, a throw-up can go over a tag. A piece can go over a throw-up. Simple shit. You know what I mean? Don't 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 uh tag over motherfuckers. Just stay in your lane, basically. Okay. Have you ever blessed a billboard? Have I climbed up on a billboard? I don't think so. I've never been on that fucking. That shit is dope when they incorporate with nah, the backgrounds. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, those are dope. I've seen that. I mean, at this point. I leave that shit to these young acrobats. <laughs> so, That's what I'm saying. I see some of these motherfuckers like on a little ass ledge, like doing yes, shit. Sir. Like, these motherfuckers is crazy. Do you have any reaction to side busting slash spot jocking? Holla at the link. L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash the rest stop. Holland. Where they come and tag next to the spot trying to fucking squeeze in or whatever. Yes, sir. I mean, you're, I mean, you're always going to have motherfuckers like that. This shit is just annoying. It's like fucking mosquitoes at a picnic. <laughs> <laughs> you think you ever been snitched on when it comes to graph? No, nah, I don't think so. I mean, I've, I've been busted, but I've been busted fair and square, you know what I mean? How was it being locked up in New York City, paying a picture for the viewers worldwide? <laughs> <laughs> the, the bullpens? All that. Fucking, the bullpens is nasty. You in there with motherfucking homeless motherfuckers that stink. You got to fucking piss and shit right there in front of everybody if you got to uh. pee. And you got to fucking start at the bottom and work your way up. And if you act up, they send you back to the bottom. Just as you're about to see the judge, so 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 just be quiet and stay and and fucking mind your business. I mean, I, I, honestly, it ain't that bad. You go through it, you learn. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. If you live in New York, if you ain't been locked up, that's fucking hard to believe. Do you like rocking at night or during the day? Uh, I mean. Depends what I'm doing. If I'm piecing around the rock during the day, I mean, nighttime. Nighttime is for, for the way I see it, is for bombing. You fought with jetpacks, fire extinguishers? Nah, I haven't done none of that shit. I haven't tried any of that. 
I mean, I find it interesting, but I haven't really figured that shit out. I never even tried it. I don't think, I don't even know what I would do. I fucking probably go crazy with that shit. If I was to throw you in a functional time machine, right? Would you want to <laughs> collaborate or battle any fallen soldiers respectfully? No. Oh. Nah, I don't know about battle. I mean, probably pr- collaborate, maybe. I don't know. With who? You know. And what you going to do? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, thinking like, I, like I've been pretty, uh, for me, I've been fortunate where I've been able to paint with a lot of the people I, like, I look to coming up. Dope. I've been able to to rock with a lot of the people that, that uh, inspired me as a kid. Like I painted with Seam. You know, I've painted with Kel. I've painted with Crash. You know, I've painted with uh, Cos 207, guys that was rocking. You know, as a kid, when I was coming up, to me, these guys were like superstars. Mm-hmm. So being older and then being able to rock with them, I mean, I'm good. You know what I mean? And he throws an out-of-towners coming to the hood to rock. I mean, it is what it is. That shit is unstoppable, you know? It's like, that's just change, I guess, at this point. If they put in the work, more power to them, you know what I mean? But you can't come back here and act like this is yours. How does it feel watching uh, graffiti, the culture, go worldwide, global? I mean, again, like, you know, it it's crazy. And, how and lasting the time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so I'm saying we've I've traveled around the world for many years now. And it's just been, to me, like, Graph kind of opened up the world to me. And it, it made me aware of other cultures, other people's beliefs and all types of shit. So going to different neighborhoods, like, motherfuckers be like, thinking just because you were in France or you in this country that they ain't got live motherfuckers. Like you be in the hood in, in another country and you and you want to act up, they're going to serve it back to you. Because I've been in spots where shit jumped off and these motherfuckers is arguing in a language in French or whatever. And you're like, I don't know what they're saying, but I know shit ain't good right now. They be poking motherfuckers up in Europe. <laughs> Yo, I'm like, I said, I don't know what the fuck just happened, but uh, shit is not you could tell when shit is about to jump off. <laughs> you got a bucket list spot anywhere in the world you want to see your name before it's all said uh, and done? I mean, I've done a lot of spots, hit, hit shit around the world. So at this point, wherever I go is is as a bonus. You know what I mean? It's traveling. I mean, for me, traveling is the best part. Like you go to another country. I remember we was... We went to Poland. We was just fucking loose in the street, street bombing, fucking, and the shit is like, you're in another country. You just, it's bugged. It's a bugged out feeling. If you was to wake up colorblind tomorrow, would you still rock? <laughs> Probably not. Probably sit my ass down. <laughs> What's the worst and the best part of the game? The worst part of the game is all the politics and the nonsense. You know, you got a lot of, Motherfuckers that want attention for no reason. Best part is, you know, you you doing something you you love, you enjoy, whether it's you know bombing, doing throw ups out in the street, or piecing is something that you know. For me, like I don't know, that shit is fulfilling to go out. Even if I was just to go out and do a few tags, and that shit is like I find that shit fulfilling. I know this shit sound crazy, but that's what I like. Where do you see yourself and the game in a decade? I mean, at this point, you know, I've been focusing more on uh, 
gallery work and shit, like doing stuff on canvas, trying to, you know, I can't be out here running the streets like that forever. But uh, so the canvas is obviously the next hurdle that, you know, I haven't paid too much attention in these past 40 years. So I'm like, all right, that's something different, something new, something where uh, keep me interested in the game. You know what I mean? Do you have any advisors? How do you go about dealing with clients and pricing and all that part of the game? Man, all that shit was learned through trial and error. We like when I tell you we knew nothing about business when we started, we knew zero. <laughs> we we knew zero. Like Word we would up. do jobs, do jobs and owe money. Damn, what the hell? <laughs> that's how bad that's how bad that's how bad we were. And then like I said, throughout the years of just doing it and learning, you learn, you know what I mean? You you you're gonna get jerked, you're gonna get taken advantage of, you're gonna get you're going to be on the short end of the stick many times until you start learning. But all those mistakes, but they're not mistakes. Those is, That's the foundation you're building. You're learning. Now you know, okay, when you hear, when you hear somebody talking smooth shit, you're like, okay, I heard this song before. He's he trying to rock me to sleep. Okay. When it comes to dealing with the uh, clients, do you go as far as getting paperwork printed and all that or is it just word yeah, of mouth? Yeah, I mean, it, dep- it depends on the project. We can't, you know, it depends who the client is and what at this point in the game is a little more serious. So, you know, when there's more, when there's money involved, people are not trying to hear, oh, uh, and get done because of X, Y, Z. So, you know, you, you either have to sign contracts, whatever stating, you know, the project is going to be done on this date. Uh, you can't disclose information. If there's a secret project that they don't want, you know, divulged to a certain date, you got to sign like a, a clean disclosure, non-disclosures where you, you can't talk about it until it's okay with them. You know, there's different things, you know. But all that you learn over time, like I said, you learn about copyright issues because somebody stole your work. You learn about Word. this, you know, not getting paid this way because, th- you know, they're going to jerk you this way. You, le- you learn about when you give a price and you think you're giving a good price, but you didn't uh, outline the use of your work and they're using it for like a bunch of other shit. But you already signed off and you're like, damn, I played myself. But that's how we learn, you know? I mean, obviously, there's certain things you could take care of and handle on yourself. But if there's something that's out of your league and you're not sure, jump on a lawyer because, you know, it may cost you a little up front, but it's going to cost you more on the back end. Uh, feelings on the present state of the culture? I mean, it's worldwide at this point. It, it's happening. I mean, it, it's ill. Like, I, my last... Shoot, where have I been? The last time where I was shot, I was in Bogota, Colombia. Dope. I'm like, dog, driving around, seeing the amount of work in the street and pieces and throbs and tags. Dope. I'm like, I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, the fuck happened here? <laughs> like, th- this shit is crazy. Hell yeah. But, you know, so seeing that you know, just reconfirms that the shit is alive. It may not be as crazy, but it's around the world. It's, it's everywhere. Like, and I just going there to a country that I've never been and just seeing shit everywhere. I'm like, what the fuck? Fame or fortune? Uh, I mean, fame doesn't bring fortune, so I go for fortune at this point. If at all, how do you want to be remembered? I mean, if I, I want to be remembered as a, I guess as a style. Me mostly, I'm, uh, I focus on style. You know, uh, I'm a big fan of letters and stuff like that. So, but I've also 
try to remain true to graph, even though I've done like moved on and started doing more canvas work. I try to remain true to the, my roots. You know, I was just a participant in the game. Thank you for the time, bro. Thank you for all the fucking inspiration over the years when it comes to letters and style. You already know. Salute. Any last words? Nah, my brother, I just want to say thank you to you for having me on and uh, wish you much success. Continue what you're doing. You'll get, you know, bringing information to the people. Yes, sir. You're ready. Thank you, bro. My, Have a good my night. My brother, be safe. All right, be you safe. too. Peace.